0: We're back with Challenge Reality Review podcast. I am the Hubs. We got Crystal and the boy Jumbo Slice. We're gonna break it down for you with this week's episode of MTV's The Challenges: Double Agents.
1: What up? What up?
2: What up?
1: Da da (laughs) da da.
2: I'm just gonna get it started. Um, Basically, the the episode started out with uh, Josh kind of strutting around because you know it was a great win last week. That he had where he was dominating. Just ruled it, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And (laughs) then, you know, a lot of people were speaking about Teresa and her gameplay. Basically how, like, just aggressive she's been since it started. Uh, A few other things they kind of just were talking about, which I really say is boring anyways. Amber Abram's like, you lied to my face and I just don't understand why. And personally, I don't think they realized what this game was actually called for. I don't either. You had them kind of a little bit of a confrontation, uh, just basically, you know, Amber's saying I thought I could trust you, and Amber's like you can, uh, but you know, she's like, look, I'm just, you know, Amber's like she's looking out for herself. I, I don't blame her for her vote last week. She did what she needed to do, but once again, Amber M's acting like you know she's a rookie. You should be glad you're not being put in there all the time. Exactly. And then you had a little bit of a talk with Nani, and she was kind of talking to Cam, you know, hey, I like, I don't want to go against Teresa. But I want her out of here. But I I don't compete well against her. So if there's a chance for me to go against her, I'd probably prefer not to. Thinking if Cam and them get a win, just kind of throwing it out there. I think they're trying to figure out who would go against them or who like they're looking to see who would take them out and like who they could like spare maybe even at that mm-hmm. point. But just a lot of talk about Teresa. The Amaz were fighting. Um, they did have a little touching part. I did think with with Corey and Teresa. Um, basically, Corey, you know, uh, can't keep a partner to save his life, and. <laughs> Now he's with the most hated person on the show. But they had a moment where they were talking about their kids and I didn't realize personally from a from a challenge viewer that when Teresa left she was that she ended up, you know, was pregnant at the last time she was on the episode. I had the baby it was like and they got was a postpartum depression, it kinda sounded like to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really kinda yeah. kept her away from doing these shows. So if that's the case, I'm glad she fought whatever she did and came back on the show because I really I really do think, you know, she was a good player and still is with that with that in mind, you know just like when they were kind of talking about and I was kind of thinking about her that was just kind of one of my impressions when I was thinking about that conversation. Um, kind of like bonded Ker uh, and Corey a little bit but then Corey's like trying to get away from that toxic tea, which I think is one of the funny <laughs> you got big <laughs> tea CT and toxic tea. I'm just right. like
0: <laughs> the teas have it But
2: the whole house is against her and Corey's like, I just kind of hope she does lose if she ever goes in again because I want somebody the part <laughs> the house likes. Then we've had our little green lights come on. So that means it's challenge time. And this challenge is called Mission Interrogation. Basically, it's trivia time. It's time to have some fun with trivia. And everybody knows who watches this show that TJ loves his trivia. Oh, yeah, he does.
1: Hands down, favorite. I like
2: the way they did this episode appear as opposed to the other ones. And uh, real quick, for the people that don't know, or I'll refresh your memory, because they did do a couple things. I hope moving forward, they keep in this. Um, basically how it used to be was you got three strikes and you were out. Now it puts you at a 45 degree angle and you kind of lower toward the water, which is like they said it was like, I think it was like 40, 45 degrees or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's cold. But before you had to, like I said, once you basically were after the three, you got shot out of it and you were done here. If you can hold on, you can stay on there as long as you can hold on. And that's how the winner's going to be judged between the two heats. And because I was wondering how they were going to do that if they had two separate people, are they going to run the heats again? And I'm glad they're mm-hmm. doing it like okay. by the, the longest time. I
0: see what you mean, yeah. that was
2: So like whoever hangs on the longest here and whoever hangs on the longest in the second one, that, the one who is the longest person holding it will be the winner. And their team goes on. So I like the way they decided that for that's part of it. They also got, they were told, $5,000 a piece. Which, that always reminds me of the uh, older, old school... Challenge days because every challenge back then, they always used to get something like some kind of prize if you won the challenge.
0: Yes, I used to Be- love those
2: because they didn't really give away that much money at the end of it like they do now. So yeah, and there were more sponsors. They had sponsors for it, but um, so they get five thousand dollars and then they get a special gift from Burger King. The winner of these events will get free Whoppers for life.
0: That is awesome. That's what I Oh, wow, that's do. a
2: meal. That's a gift in itself right there.
0: Right? I'll get on the show just to, just for that <laughs> purpose. Forget the
2: the finale. I mean, I think about want it. I mean, whopper. I would like to see the guidelines to that.
0: It's what do you sweet. get like the
2: golden the, the golden whopper card or something you can go to any Burger King around and go,
1: "Give me a whopper." <laughs> it better include fries or I'm going to be mad. <laughs> works
2: for those fries <laughs> so basically in the first heat we had what did we have? we had ct Corey, Darrell, nani lolo and devin right and basically how it works is if you get the question right you're you're safe and you're gonna choose somebody to kind of sabotage and they'll take a shot if you get it wrong and it goes against you and it like tj gets to move his little um pull battle thing His little he and he loves it i mean he loves it he loves um, pushing the button and of course you know I've never understood why many people that are on reality TV shows don't understand general trivia. And if you know it's going to be on the show every season, wouldn't you try to maybe study a little bit of it?
0: I would, but sometime that fear factor comes in, though, with falling and then That's having true hold as well. yourself up.
1: Yeah, That's why yeah. I think they ask
0: some pretty simple questions, too.
1: I would have been the first one to fall and scream all jumped. the way down. I would have
2: just jumped before I even yeah. got up there. I'm like, wait, let's just get this over with now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like meet you when he almost forgot to get on that ball when i was going up he was like oh wait wait for me guys um and you know some of the questions were like a square root question to Corey. i know they asked ct about if area 51 was real one i thought was kind of interesting. like tj asked what his real name was and was, did you guys know what his real name was by the way i did not i can admit i did not either I did not. so that was kind of a new little thing there that twist but so basically first round Um, Anissa went out pretty quick, First, pretty much as soon as the thing started, she fell. Kyle's out of there, pretty much goes Nani goes, Corey's gone, CT, basically you get down to the winner was Darrell. There was one question, though, that they did point out, I don't know if you guys remember this question, they asked the thing about wolves being vegetarians. Oh, yeah. And how does Lolo... Yeah.
1: answer true uh, the worst one is she said that Washington D.C. was a state
2: <laughs> I mean I can almost go along with like I mean a lot of people wouldn't guess that but hello a wolf you know She's an wolf Olympian eats, though. I don't know people hello American wolf in London I mean I'm just saying <laughs> but I'm sure they would eat you know they eat other animals so I just thought yeah hello, hello never you know never does anything else to like psh- Surprise me, but <laughs> they got down the final two was Devin and Daryl in that first heat, and Daryl withstood it and won the first heat. Uh, moving to the second one, you had Big T, who of course is already crying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she was so petrified up there.
2: Oh, you had Teresa, and then you had Fessy, you had Nam, I will do this for you Lolo, <laughs> you had Amber B and Leroy up there. And then Cam was also in there. But anyway, so basically, starts out, you know, pretty much, you know, Big T's going to be gone pretty quick. Um, She gets her first question wrong. Teresa had a shot to take her out, but didn't because she's like in tears. But of course, (laughs) Bessie being the the big douchebag that he is. Right. Takes her out. Um, That was
0: such a lame move. That was such a
2: lame move. Just let her fall if she falls by herself.
0: Right.
1: Yep.
2: But then it kind of looks like you can kind of see a parting of the ways where it's so like all the rookies were kind of wanting to vote toward Amber B, and then all the vets were kind of targeting Teresa. I believe one of the questions that Amber B missed and she fell in was like she thinks M sixteen was an American program. And I was thinking, wasn't that a gun? Am I thinking wrong with it? Was it a gun? Yeah, it's that's, a gun. That's what I thought. Well, I'm going. Well, that's too easy. But evidently, it wasn't. Okay. So basically, she fell. Then Teresa. Teresa took a dive though. She fell right on her back.
0: Yeah, I saw that. I was, I was like, oh, that's going to hurt her fall I and Big like, T's oh, fall.
1: That's what I'd be the most scared
2: of is the falling part. Mm-hmm. She fell, then Gabby went down, Josh, Leroy, Fessy, and then it got down to Cam and Nam. <laughs> Cam Nam. <laughs> um, but then you started realizing Cam is starting to be a little shady here. And Cam's she running really- the show. And then she got disqualified for it, though, because she got mostly worn. She kept grabbing the sides of the bar, and you cannot do that.
1: She should have been disqualified from the first time she did it.
2: Because that left Nam the winner, and then TJ announced that the winner between the two was Daryl. So mm-hmm. ultimately, you had you had Amber B and Darrell winning the competition. That's awesome. Which brings us into our next part, basically. Once again, they were announcing, you know, now they will not only win the it, they get $5,000. And they'll never go hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, as long as it
1: comes with fries.
2: Right. <laughs> I'm wondering if it comes with like, you know, something else, but but so anyways, that basically puts, you know, in my mind, they're getting ready for deliberation. In my mind I'm going with okay, well, we know she had a fight with the Amber M and you know that everybody's one tree, so I'm going, well, it's coming between one of those two. And I'm gonna stick a little pinhole in it right here and let uh, my man Marcus take over.
0: Thank you, Jim. After that, we get back to the house, and it just comes down to really Darrell kind of just breathing. <laughs> Some Kyle comes to him and goes, you know what, you you won that out of fear, right? Like, you just didn't want to fall. <laughs> he's like, I sure did. I sure did. That was kind of funny. But Darrell said that he's, like, ready to take the back seat on this one since Amber won. He knows Amber's going to go in and get her ghost goal, and he kind of foresees it being a woman's elimination, especially with the other Amber being a rogue agent. I, I definitely was on the same wavelength with him. You know what I mean? Amber has a thought that she wants, she does want to go in, but she really would rather see the elimination first. She's like, "Mm, I'm going to count my blessings and try to see... (laughs) Mm -hmm what what it's gonna be (laughs) well you see (laughs) she's trying to play a safe basically and that's if you think about it that's the big brother game like see what all my options are first and then at the last second before anybody finds out i'm gonna make my decision
2: she's not head of household in this game
0: right Right. she's not the head of household
1: (laughs) (laughs) she is playing like a big brother game though Right.
0: I definitely think she is. She's playing one for sure. A little while later, that takes us to the club COVID scene. And we got Kyle talking with Amber M and Gabby and Kyle just kind of thrown out there that he wants someone else to go in against Amber B. Cause he knows Amber B is going into, he wants someone to go in against Amber B. That's not Gabby because he doesn't want to get Gabby to go out. Like he's trying to get into her head. He's trying to get into a rookie's head and possibly in her pants um, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all over there conjuring up who should go in. And obviously they think who the target has been on is Teresa, or I like to say toxic T. <laughs>
2: toxic tea
0: so i think that's a a good plan that they're working on i also think it was smart for kyle to kind of pull these rookies in um he's kind of getting some numbers on his side um at the same time then i saw nani was telling amber b to actually be careful going up against teresa because uh she is like low-key a beast she was kind of telling her you know what that's the only person that really beat me and I wouldn't want you to go in thinking that she's a layup and it not be that easy at all. So that kind of puts some perspective for Amber B because now she has, she's like thinking like, oh goodness, maybe I don't want to go up against her. Who should she put in? I thought she was going to start with her eye on Gabby, but then they showed a little flashback and it was kind of like a a sitcom. It was like a flashback of Mm -hmm. Teresa just mouthing off to Amber. And then I was like, oh, okay. Looks like she's going for Teresa. <laughs> like, she's going to give her just a little bit of payback.
1: It's really the easiest decision. Like, either she's going to go in, get her skull, or send Teresa packing, which is my player.
0: Get her out of there.
2: Yeah, but I can kind of see why she might want to try to, like, a Gabby. Or, if, if here's my thing. If AMB going in, I would want somebody who I think I could beat. And I would definitely pick a Gabby over a uh, Teresa.
0: Exactly. I, I agree with you 100%. And I think... I think Amber did too. And I think that's why she went over and tried to smooth things over with Gabby because once she made it in her mind that she was going to put Teresa in, I think she kind of was like, hmm Let me go talk to Gabby so Gabby can at least be on my side so I can see if I can make this work so I got two decisions I can either go in or I can put somebody else in so that's what she's working on so she goes to Gabby and talks to her so she like kind of smooths it over Gabby understands like yeah you want me to be on your side but in the back of her mind she's like I know you just don't like me but I'm gonna play along with you because you're not' you're, you're saying you're not putting me out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, and I'm trying to get to that money.
0: Right. All the while, this is all happening. Teresa's probably getting super tipsy, but she's just sitting back. and She's like, she know it's all coming towards her. She's just like, bring it on. You know what I mean? Just bring it on.
2: She's played this game long enough to know when the target's on her.
0: Mm-hmm. She She knew she placed
2: it
1: on herself, too.
0: But then something crazy happened in the Big Brother kind of alliance. I wouldn't say crazy, but KC comes over to Amber, and Amber kind of asks if uh, KC would go in at all. And KC is just like, let's go. Like, she's ready to get her skull. Like, if this is what it's going to be like, if this is my time... Let me get that skull.
2: Which for Casey is a smart, is a smart Mm -hmm. gameplay anyways. It's perfect timing if she does it. It's like perfect timing, dude. Because I don't necessarily think she'd ever get voted in by the house.
1: No, and I also thought. Unless
2: they were just trying to get her the skull and vote her in that way. But other than that, I can't see them doing that.
1: Yeah, I feel like this time she knows that Teresa's on the chopping block. She knows that she can win against her. So she's like, let's get it.
0: Now that brings us to the deliberation. And what was funny and kind of cringy at the <laughs> same time, I want to say it was Borderline Mean Girls and Borderline Hey, We're Best Friends. But Teresa kind of calls out Nani. She's like, hey, Nani, not not deciding to go in this week. <laughs> and Nani was like, no, I'm not trying to go in this week. I'm trying to go next week, But you got or next time, but you got a problem with that? Like, you want to say something? And, like, I felt like... Teresa was throwing shade, Nani felt the shade, and she wanted to shine some light back onto Teresa to let her know that she wasn't playing. What did you guys think?
2: I agree to that to the point. I think that Teresa was trying to get something going. I mean, Teresa's basically like digging at, trying to dig out of a ditch that's full of water here and just keeps falling back into it. (laughs) Trying to find something to grab onto, you know, can I throw Nani under the bus? Who could I try to get, you know, in front of this bus? Teresa being a vet went after Nani. I think personally, they should have went after Amber M. But I just...
1: Yes. Yes,
2: I agree. And she was just sitting over there, little church. Keeping
1: mouse. her mouth shut, right? <laughs> Which is
2: smart because if I was if I was Amber B, after what that what she said to her at the beginning of the show, this is your chance to go in there. I'd have thrown her scrawny little ass in that game and said, so <laughs> "Let's go." <laughs> and if you beat me, you beat me. But at least I, I'm having a better shot at you than I would against a Casey, a Lolo, a Teresa. That's yeah. my thought on that matter.
0: I I totally agree with you. But why Teresa's over there being all cute and stuff? Um, she doesn't realize that no one's really talking to her or telling her or even saying that she's the pick. No one's saying anything. You're right. And she's not picking up on that. And no one even really votes or other deliberations. It's like, all right, um, such and such was the weakest, so I think they should go. Or such and such, you talk a big game, so I think you should go. Or I'm tired of of you and I think you should go there's nothing this is really the first silent deliberation that I've seen and it like blew me away and I I, I got just as mad as Leroy kind of (laughs) guy he was like I can't believe you guys aren't fighting for this like no one wants this you guys all might as well go home like you should want to fight for this and say hey I want to go next this is what I want
2: I think uh, I'll bring this up right here I truly believe you're seeing these rookies are just not good players
0: hmm They don't get and, the game.
2: And it's becoming very evident now. And that's why you see people like Leroy and just are kind of, like, getting kind of over it, too. Yeah, also like, they
1: don't have a lot of relationships. Like, there's not, like, oh, my gosh, in season three you did this to me. Right. Like, you're not very vengeful yet.
2: Exactly. Like, you wanted to see a, a CT or a, you know, go against you know, a Wes or a Johnny. You know, you Mm -hmm. wanted to see those big battles. That's what I kind of got from this with Leroy and them kind of getting like, you know, they're just kind of getting over these rookies just sitting on the couch, just doing nothing.
0: Floaters. But Mm -hmm. after, right? (laughs) After a little while, it gets to the point where Teresa maybe starts to fill the room and ask if she's the one going in. And you guys talk a lot of smack about Amber M. I guess I'm going to talk smack about her too. But she did say, you know what? I'll vote. I'm voting for you. She kind of said that. Like being a badass, but at the same time she's protected because she's the rogue agent. So she was kind of like hiding behind that. <laughs> but right. at the same time, she's like, I'll vote for you. I don't care. And then Lola wanted to spat out, but she 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 wanted to act like she was big and bad, but she still didn't want to say, Hey, I wanna go in. So she just said, Let's everybody stop talking. I'm ready to vote. So they all go into the chamber to cast their secret votes. Got into the chamber. It was pretty unanimous on regards to who was going to go in. I'll let Crystal take us to the crater and let us know who the compromised agents
1: are. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, as we walk up to the crater, we instantly see it's going to be a physical competition. So instantly, y'all, we knew Amber was not going to go up, which is stupid because there's only so many skulls left. But I just knew. TG, then he reveals who the compromised agents are. And it's Toxic T and Toxic Corey. <laughs> we we kind of know that we've had a ton of male competitions. All the schools on the male side are eliminated at this point. They're taken. But there's so many still on the women's side due to how many injuries? Like 15, I feel like, this season. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> we've all lost players. And that didn't even hit elimination shit. Um, So what we ultimately see is that this physical competition is a mixture of two different physical comps that the males had prior. And it's called Operation Snapping Point, which I kind of feel like I'm at that point with this whole coronavirus. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like I said, it's a combination. You pretty much are attached to the other player by like a rope on your back. It's kind of like a backpack. Don't you feel like it's like a backpack and it's all in between like a a center and then you have different posts. You have three posts that you have to get three rings over, but you're pretty much dragging this other person. Yeah. And you know, Casey is a football player, so I knew she was going to go in straight beast mode and a lot of sideline help. I felt like, like dig down, dig deep, like anchor yourself No one wanted Teresa coming back and coming for them, and she really played it strategically by going for the furthest and the hardest column to put her ring on, but she pretty much knocked it out, I feel like, within, like, a minute of the competition starting, and Teresa's still, like, a badass, she's trying, she's digging deep, but Casey... I mean, she she just knows, like, how to maneuver her body. She really anchored down. And she won! Casey went in there not only said, I want to put my, you know, I want to put my name in the hat. I want to go up there. But she dominated to the point, literally, Teresa was crying. I felt so bad for her. I know that she <laughs> wanted to be there. And... I was just, like, heartbroken. I didn't feel like this elimination was going for too long. They kind of made it seem at first as if they were going to be there all night, but it went very quickly. I didn't feel like there was too much of a struggle. It's a hard competition. I'm sure that she, like, fell out and needed some sleep after that. But, Uh I mean, she showed also her gameplay. Like she's very strong and she's going to be a good competitor going into the finals. So, that being said, did you guys want Teresa or Casey to win?
0: Casey. Yeah, I definitely wanted Casey to win. And you made a good point that I don't know why I always forget Crystal, but I forgot that Casey was a football player. And Mm -hmm. She had this in the bag from the jump. So I think KC kind of owes Amber one for hooking her up because this was made for KC to go up against well, anybody. I mean, she had it if she went against yeah. anybody.
2: But she had that. She got up and she went to the farthest one because she mm-hmm. knew if she got that farthest one done, the rest would be easier. And sure enough, she got the second one for even. Teresa got her first one in there so right then you knew it was over yeah it was unless Casey just kind of like stamina fell apart like
1: she did at Anissa yeah I thought she did really well but you know it left her with the decision of who's gonna be her partner now you know who's she gonna choose I feel like Casey she's a very loyal person and she also hides behind big players so she remained with Leroy which made toxic Corey going with our toxic Amber M. <laughs> oh. What a new little partnership. And you know that Amber M's going to have a target on her back, leaving probably Corey losing another partner. He'll be like the little pawn partner. He's like for the sure.
2: Yeah, he hasn't had that great of a, a, a luck on this show this season.
1: Uh, No. Nope. Especially with Nelson going home so early. Like, oh, that was a hard pill to swallow. Right. So we always come up with our challenger of the week. Who is yours?
2: You know, I'm going to kind of make it easy. You know... Too bad it wasn't a guy's challenge because I think Daryl stepped up. Daryl got the competition win, put himself in the driver's seat, um, was really gave Amber B the ball to run with, and she fumbled it by not going into elimination herself. Mm-hmm. And just his view of it, you know, he's a winner. He wants to win. He wants to be in there. He wants to compete. And, you know, he showed that why he's, you know, he he won a big challenge today. I could see him winning another one before this is over to get in there.
0: Good pick, good pick. I'm going to go with Nam, and I'm going to do it because he has won twice, he won in the competition last week, and he won this week. Although he didn't win the overall competitions, he's still showing that he can. Yeah, he hmm. can compete and fight with with these with these vets. Um, so that's who I'm gonna put out there, and I'm gonna say he feels like he's a sleeper, and I'm looking forward to see what else he can do.
2: Yeah, I like that pick. I like that. That's a good pick.
1: Yeah. So I was gonna give it to Nam too because I feel like. <laughs> The odds are working against him with Lolo, and she is—you know—who I wouldn't want her as a partner. I'm sorry, I wouldn't want her on my team. <laughs> Let it know Hello, as a partner. She
2: for the Americans in the Olympics. That's not really a good thing to say.
1: Well, <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't want her on my team. If we knew then what we know now, maybe things would have been different. Won a go um, Anyways, good. <laughs> We should have put Nam up there. But, yeah, I feel like he's pulling out some big wins in the competition. She's not, however. But still, she's playing, like, the pity party. So, he's having to work up, you know, work against some odds. So, I give it to him. And, uh, yeah, I think he did pretty good.
2: Yeah. Like I said, overall, I think this is a very dry episode. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of substance to it. Just kind of to get us to the next plateau. Um, Like I said earlier, I think overall, though, and just kind of, we're like, this is episode nine. We're kind of hitting midway through the season. Looking at past seasons, I really think what's going to hurt this season, when you look back in retrospective of it, is that there was way too many rookies left, not enough veterans. And it really does show a lopsidedness in the game when it comes to strategy.
0: I think the person or people that grab to win this season are going to be people that we didn't expect.
2: For sure. Well, and also, yeah. in the, and, and real quick, in the eliminations, you want to see people that have some kind of vendetta against each other. Mm-hmm. You know, did I want to see Casey versus Teresa? Not really. I mean, yeah, it was a good competition, but would you have rather seen, you know, Teresa versus anybody? Nani. Nani. You know, Nani. could Nani get, Nani get her score by beating Teresa. Or, you know, could you have Anissa versus, you know, you know just have a, some veterans that have a little more power or that's going to say something or just... You know, I just, like I said, I just don't like, I like the concept they're trying to do with to get the skull to get in the finals, but they let the rookies have way too much power in their very beginning, taking out these veterans and it's going to hurt them in the second half of this series. I think I agree. I agree.
1: Yeah. They need to beef up the drama. That's for sure. I know a lot of people, even on the Facebook groups, were like, "We're missing the drama. We're missing the hookups." Every time they show Club COVID, it's like it's all strategy. It's never like, "Let's all take a shot together. Let's all drink together." It's not like, "Oh, so and so slurring and they talk some what? shit." No, it's <laughs> like, "What are you putting? Who are you putting in tomorrow?" And tell me right now, right after this challenge, and we gotta we gotta vote. And it's like, okay, this is not fun.
2: And maybe a nice little tease for next week. And the preview for next week, I could have swore I saw Fessy and Lolo making out, but I just might be me.
0: I saw <laughs> Fessy, Fessy makes out with everyone. True.
2: But this was like it looked like Lolo the back of her head, and Fessy, and they were in full blown makeup. Yeah.
0: Like somebody, like the girl was on the bunk bed, and he yes, was Up. I saw that. And I
2: like, and I go, that looked like Fessy and Lolo.
1: Someone said he was supposed to be making out with Gabby, and he already made out with Ashley, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was Lolo. <laughs> Everybody's
2: made out with Ashley.
1: Um I haven't so not everyone
2: Just go on the challenge
1: then come back. <laughs> <laughs> um hold on. I have I have an announcement. The scores are out for our real fantasy teams, folks. And I am still in the lead at 1500 points and then the second person is at 1100 which is bon swaggy bon which is marcus and then jim you're getting close to 1100 and I'm, I'm just killing the game out here
2: well but see in that case then actually marcus has gained on you by about a couple hundred points because he was you were at 1500 last week and marcus was at 1000 i was at 900 so really you only gained a couple points this week crystal and marcus gained about That's 150 funny. on you
1: uh, i'm up here flying, flying high so <laughs> <laughs> at my Fifteen Hundo, almost sixteen Hundo. You good girl.
2: Just do I I didn't want you tooting your horn there too loud. I just wanted to make sure Uh, you
1: toot 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 toot, toot, tooty. Got a second (laughs) half of
2: season. Got a second half of season here.
1: Hey, at least I can say I was doing good at the first half. There you go. All right, y'all.
2: That
0: wasn't the most action packed episode. But it was a good episode. Um I'm looking forward to these next week. And like you said, the second half of the season is going to be wild. Thank you guys for joining us. And as usual, we're going to hit you guys with the peace out.
2: Peace out. So.